Um, hello and welcome back to Ladin. Sadly, Aaron is not with us and it's just me and Leighton. However, there's a lot of interesting topics that have happened over the week and yeah, let's get right into it, I guess. Um, yep. We'll start from Tuesday's Champions League games very bit by bit and then, yeah, very interesting. Um, first one I'd like to talk about is Bayern Munich 6, Salzburg 2. Yeah. What are your thoughts on that, Leighton? I mean... Top top notch performance by Bayern Munich. Um, mm. Very high scoring. Must have been a great game to watch from a Bayern Munich point of view. But um, mm. yeah, they seem to have done very well so far. Yeah, they're definitely a proven side in Europe, of course, and beaten in the last Champions League campaign. And they're obviously hoping to copy that mm-hmm. and replicate that in this campaign and hopefully win it again as they're a strong attacking side with loads of pace, as you've seen yeah. before, with Davies, Sane, Gnabry, Komen, you know, the list goes on. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it's honestly a great game and a good result for Bayern Munich. Yeah, as, um, like, I think, didn't Lewandowski score two? Yeah, he scored two. Um, yeah, he scored two. Yeah, it says, I've just read this back, it said, Ronald Lewandowski scored t- twice to move and the fourth player to reach that figure. Like Cristiano Ronaldo, yeah. Lionel Messi and Raul are the, are the three. I see that is amazing. For a footballer who plays now, that's just mm. Arab. That's amazing. Mm. He is a top striker. Yeah. And I think he needs more praise. He got robbed of the Ballon d'Or mm-hmm. this year. I agree. And... But yeah, um, he's a top yeah. striker, scores loads of goals. He scored... Well, he sc- he could have scored a hat trick today, um, but yeah, he yeah. scored one today in the Classica. Um, anyways, um, quite a controversial game. Um, Real Madrid three, Inter Milan two. Um, Rodrigo scored a not late winner, but an 80th minute winner against yeah. um, Milan, and um, one of the strongest points to come from that game was Real Madrid captain Sergio Ramos was um, exchanging words with um, recently signed former Real Madrid right-back Akraf Hakimi um, and saying some quite negative and nasty things to him. Um, But yeah, what are your thoughts on that? Um, Yeah, I mean, obviously you shouldn't be doing that for any club really, any league. But as as I'm going on... um, Sergio Ramos is a captain. He likes to exchange words. He's very vocal on, vocal on the picture. He will be vocal towards other players who have moved clubs or something. But still, it, I don't. It's very disrespectful to say like words to him since he moved. Yeah, especially to a former teammate. Um, mm. Of course, um, like you said earlier, um, captains are meant to be quite vocal on the pitch and quite demanding and disciplined. Um, but yeah, it's quite like you said, disrespectful and almost wrong of him to do that. Um, yeah, especially as you could see as a friend, or you know, or just as a former teammate. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, what uh, what game do you want to talk about? Um, well, we've got um, Liverpool five, Atlanta nil, which is a really high-scoring game for Liverpool, anyway, against Atlanta. Atlanta are a pretty good team, to be fair, with the likes mm. of Gomez. Um, is it 
Zapata. Is it yeah, Zapata, Mario. Yeah. There's yeah, the list. Yeah. Yeah, they're strikers. They have a strong team, but Liverpool have obviously a stronger. And that's where they came out on top of Josh going a hat trick. He's done bit well. He's done loads for Liverpool. Mm. Yeah, he's been absolute amazing since the signing of forty million from Wolves. Of course, he has. He he didn't really show a lot at Wolves. Um, you know, he only scored like two goals last last season for Wolves, yeah. and he didn't really show his talent. However, Liverpool decided to spend the big money on him for forty million, and yeah, they obviously have got a good player for it and. Honestly, a great result for Liverpool, of course, against the high-scoring Atalanta side. Like you said, they've got wonderful attacking players. Yeah. And, yeah, just a good result for the Reds. Yeah, uh, a bit of fact about that. Um, Jürgen Kopp's side have won all three Group D games. Mm. They're doing really good in the Champions League and... I hope they can do if they mm. keep going and even win the Champions League. Yeah, That's not bad for the side who we spoke about last episode, um, who struggled with the defence. And it looks like they're keeping yeah. clean sheets quite well now and they're yeah, handling it quite good. Yeah, which is quite good for a team who only has one initial defender, really. Mm. Yeah, they're doing quite good with the youngsters. But yeah. Um, anyways, do you want to move on to your... Your lovely piece of game. Yeah. Um, outright disgusting performance. Um, first goal should never went in. Should never even happened or even thought about. Uh, horrible defending mistake. No communication on the pitch. Just outright disgraceful. I would expect the Real Madrid under 10s to make that mistake. Hmm. Actually, I don't even expect them to make that mistake. I expect just a random under 10s team to make that mistake. Not Manchester United. But yeah, as I said, the first goal was diabolical. Second goal, I could say even worse. But Martial's header, good header, but just not enough to get the point or even three points for us. But yeah, it honestly... I don't know, I'd say a lot of English fans enjoyed it. This, uh, well, not Man United fans, but, but yeah, it was quite like we were saying about Sergio Ramos, you know, in Harry Maguire, the captain, you know, he needs to lead the defence yeah. as he has the most experience. He's the oldest there. And he needs to demand them, he needs yeah. to discipline them, you know. Um, especially for the second goal, he did none of that. And I think there needs to be a change of captaincy, like you said with Oli, he needs to, you know, he needs to be on the sideline, you know. Yeah. Just in my in my opinion, the captain change should be done as soon as possible. Mm. But um, obviously, captain like you'd rather give it to. It's rather, it's, in my opinion, between David de Gea again and Bruno Fernandes because they they've both been outstanding since obviously the game um, versus Leipzig. And I, I honestly think that them two are probably the best players or two of the best players at the club. Yeah, honestly, Bruno Fernandes, of course, he got chosen for captain in one of the games. Um, Gets pissed, too. Yeah, he didn't do bad, you know, like um, with the 
Tottenham, Man United result at half time. He got in a bit of a rumble with, uh, yeah. I think it's Nemanja Matic, and telling them mm-hmm. what they were doing wrong. And you, that's what you need in a captain, you know, constructive yeah. criticism. You know, maybe not in the way he did it, but you could work on that. And I don't think Harry Maguire really deserves that armband. And he got it yeah. when, you know, quite early on as well in his United career. Yeah, um, I have nothing against Harry Maguire because, in my opinion, he's he's been playing well for a few games. Well, I say a few. Only against Everton today, but, you know. Um, he just doesn't... He just... If you see Martin after the game, like when he got interviewed, I, it just sounds like he's not allowed to talk bad about the club. Like you see, man, uh, captains as if like back in the day, Roy Keane. He he would, if someone did wrong, he would absolutely go at them really, mm, definitely, because he's that type of player. But Harry Maguire is the type of one to be scared of what he's about to say at the club, and scared that he's gonna get dropped. Which I think. Yeah, you may may not want to get dropped, but you could always like actually speak loud, clear, and about important things, except from you know the obvious. What you're saying about Roy Keane, the old squad—they were fighters. They knew each other. There was a bunch of chemistry there. They knew how to win. You know, yeah. they had that right mentality. And I think, of course, Ollie was in that team, and I think he needs to, you know. Talk with some of the old players, ask for advice, because from what I've seen, he needs to, you know, improve as a manager. He needs to learn, of course. He came from getting relegated. Um, I can't remember who. I think it was Cardiff. Cardiff, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, he got relegated with them. And he played for a Norwegian team. And I don't think, I think, I know he's a legend and clubs in the modern day are starting to bring legends back like Frank Lampard with Chelsea, but... I think you need to look at the experience yeah. more or less. The yeah, I I, mm. I do agree, but um, I think if you go by the result of today, where we won obviously two one uh, three one, which you can get into that in a bit, um, but the previous games, it's just been terrible. Like in those in that period, I would have swapped Oli for Pochettino any day, any like minute. I mean, I wouldn't, but, <laughs> but I'm sure well, you yeah. would. But um, in the current situation, yeah, because we have um, because you have Poch who's been got obviously Spurs to a Champions League final. He's almost he's got them into a position of winning the league, but they never have. But we, never, we won't go into that. Um, but he has experience in tactics, which sorry, which I never, <laughs> which I never, um, which we don't, I don't see with Oli, obviously. Oli has his own little tactic, the 4-2-3-1, and then we get the wide players up in counter-attack, which it doesn't work half the time. And when it does, everyone thinks he's an absolute magician. Mm. But, you know, it's just one of those. Yeah. Um, just a quick little topic I'd like to talk about. Chelsea 3, Rennes 0. Um, just mainly about Eduardo Mendy coming in for free to Chelsea and keeping quite a few clean sheets. Of course, he hasn't tonight. Um, yeah. conceding to McGoldbrick. Um, however, he's got like six clean sheets in like eight games. Yeah, and that is a brilliant, you know, for, yeah, for a, feat for a player. Yeah, for a young keeper. I mean, he's he's still in like low twenties, really, isn't he? But um, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
for for playing such a big club like Chelsea and getting that many getting a clean sheet like in this time of the season is amazing. So yeah. Very good. Yeah, it's very good and he's not done bad, of course. Um however last of the Champions League games. Um Juventus four Fe- I'm not gonna pronounce that. Yeah, Ferran Savia Savarius one. Um of course um CR seven I believe wasn't there. And it was quite was you know, you'd think Oh yeah he yeah, was. He got the assist. I'm thinking of the wrong yeah, game. No, yeah, he got the assist. Yeah. But um yeah, it was a good return for him. Yeah. Of course he's now providing assists. You wouldn't think that from Ronaldo. <laughs> but it's good that you know <laughs> Yeah, I agree. Um, um, they were lucky to get a clean sheet after they scored in the 90th minute. But, um, mm. yeah, they dominated that game as I guess they should, really, against that team. But, obviously, Ronaldo coming back. Didn't he play a game the other day and came on and got two goals or something? Yeah. Yeah, came on in, like, the 50th minute, scored in the 55th yeah. and scored, like, in the 60th. So, in the A's. he's not doing bad, <laughs> but I feel like the Syria isn't the hardest spoke about yeah. a lot. Mm. But um for a thirty six year old as Ronaldo or other I think he's thirty six now. He's doing really well. Definitely like better than Messi in that. Which I'm not saying Messi's better than Ronaldo or Ronaldo's better than Messi. I'm just saying at the moment. Mm. Yeah, that is a different different yeah. debate. Yeah. <laughs> um seen what Messi's done in the past few years, but yeah. Yeah, um I'd like to talk about again on uh Wednesday. The Lime sick to PSG one. Yeah, PSG. Yeah, gone downhill. I don't, I don't since, know where to say um, this. We mm. beat them. The final. But I'm looking at the things. Oh, the final, yeah, really? Because yeah, yeah. in League One, they haven't been really performing. True. Yeah. Um, I'm just looking at the thing here. Lime sick. Well, they PSG actually scored first in the sixth minute, which everyone and their kids would know that. Pistri are a really good team and with Neymar, I think Mbappé was injured for that game but that's another topic to talk about. Um, yeah, Di Maria scored mm. in the sixth minute and then I think Lamsey just went on to score from there. We got Nkuku in the 41st and then Forsberg in the 57th via pen. And then I think mm. um, PSG just kind of lost their heads because Gaia in the 69th they minute They got, got two reds. Card. Yeah, and Kimpembe in the 90th plus 5th got a red card. So I think they just lost their reds mm. and didn't keep their cool, which, yeah, it's just mm. cost them, really, that game. Yeah. German sides are doing good in Europe Yeah, this season, of course, um, as another result. With Gladbach beating Shakhtar Donetsk 6-0. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Bundesliga, you know, it's quite intense, entertaining league, but overlooked upon, and yeah. it's a quite, it's a funny one. Yeah, move to Bundesliga. Um, do you want to move to yeah, Thursday, it's... which has got Euro- European football, or do you want to just? Um, move to... we can touch upon the Tottenham game. Um, of course. Um, <laughs> Tottenham three, um, Ludo Goretz nil one. Sorry, one. Yeah, yeah, it's um, yeah, it's a good pronunciation. Yeah, thanks. Um, let's just say, poor to get a clean sheet, really, from a team who is doing really well in the Premier League, in my opinion. Aren't you like... Are you in top four? 
can you argue? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, we're fourth, but we have a game in hand, of course. Yeah, yeah. With uh, so you had Kane scoring the 13th, Lucas Moura 32nd, Lasalso 62nd. So yeah, um, I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm not. I don't have anything. Um, I don't have anything on the other team. Ludo Goretz, I don't have anything, anything on them, but. You should be scoring many more goals than that. I'm not trying to put hate because obviously we played quite well, but you should be scoring mm. at least two or three more goals. But yeah, you still won, and that's the main thing you want at the end of the. Mm. Yeah, what's your yeah, opinion I mean, about the game? Did you play well? Or... Yeah, in the first half, we had him, I'd say. Second half, it was a good goal. The second goal, you saw it. Um, didn't, but. Park. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we were, you know, I think we need to look for clean sheets now. Mm, I agree. Because I don't want to be doing well in the league and say, oh, we've only had one clean sheet in the league this season. Yeah. And doing quite well. We're doing well in Europe, I'd say. I mean, that Antwerp game is a different story. It was disappointing, but I think Jose Mourinho... Has reflected on that via and Instagram. It, and he expressed it on Instagram, yeah, I was, I was about to say that. Yeah. Uh, same with the game, the game that I was talking about, the Lula Goyats, his Instagram. Oh, if you're not following his Instagram, mm. you're missing out. Anyway, and there's another topic I want to talk about. Kane <laughs> scoring 200 goals and 300 appearances in the Premier League and obviously all together mm. in all I mean, there was a crazy, there, there's a crazy thing that he scored 100 at home and 100 away. Oh, wow. So, Jesus. That's quite good stuff. Quite good symmetry. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Good maths one. Anyway, um, <laughs> yeah, 200 goals and 300 appearances. That is really good. For, um, mm. How old is Kerry Kane? He's 27? Uh, he's like 27, 27. Yeah, exactly. For a 27-year-old yeah. and he's got 200 goals and 300 appearances. That's really good. Yeah. Yeah, he's been... Uh, and he's entered, now entered um, the um, 10 scoring... Yeah, yeah, Scorers, I mean, that's good. Um, I mean, for only 27, I think he, get he could... Top five. I think he could get first with how old he is, really. Mm. 20, how old is it? I mean, Ali Shearer, 264 or something like that. Yeah, Kane's got, well, rounded up, a hundred, well, 149. Oh. But I think... Okay, yeah. But I think he'd definitely get top five yeah, yeah. by the end of the season, because it's all close down there. Oh, I got and then I think, yeah, I think, I think he could beat it. I mean, this mm-hmm. season he's got like six goals, eight assists, and eight appearances. Yeah. So I think he can definitely. I mean, Shearer only started really scoring until he got to about Kane's age. Yeah, and Kane's and, been. And, and that's where we retired at like twenty nine as well. Mm. Yeah. So Kane. He's got a big advantage. However, I think we Kane definitely deserves a trophy. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely, hundred percent. Right. Should we move to Friday? Yeah, yeah. So move to... the, I mean, there was only two Premier League games, mm. but um, in my opinion, pretty boring games. But we have Brighton Burnley nil nil. I mean, I didn't mm. really hear anything about this one, and it looked like, same. It looked like. A boring game, mm. really. <laughs> yeah. I mean, to Creelamp, he got man of the match, so okay. that's all I can say. Yeah. And then uh, Southampton, yeah. they dominated Newcastle. I mean, 
Do you oh, yeah, lots, definitely. You had lots of Adams scoring in the seventh minute. I mean, Southampton are top of the league at the moment. They're doing really well for themselves. Mm, they're not doing bad. Um, I mean, a lot I've seen a lot of Newcastle fans saying that it's enough is enough. They should sack Steve Bruce. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But yeah, again, not a lot to come from Friday's games. No, not at all. Um, but yeah, Southampton, top of the league, they're doing well for themselves. Yeah. Of course, Shay Adams said when he signed for Southampton that team's good enough to win the league. And we laughed at him. Uh, we yeah. laughed at him a lot. But, um, but at the moment... Hopefully it doesn't come back to bite us on the bum. Did you see um, and... Southampton's Twitter? They t- he said... Um... Um, that's uh, cancelled the league now because obviously when they cancel the league, where it's top of the league, it's given the Premier mm. League trophy, don't they? So mm. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, again, not a lot to come from Friday's games. Then yeah, so Saturday's yeah. been high scoring one. Yeah, wow, well, very high um, scoring one. I mean, first game, of course, another United game. Yeah. Um. I'd like to hear your opinions on this game. I haven't looked at the highlights yet, so... Yeah, you should. But it looks um, like it's been a good game for Bruno. Let's just say, yeah, um, the first goal Everton scored really worried me. I thought we were going to lose, because every time we go 1-0 down, we lose confidence, we drop our heads. We mm. throw our toys out the pram and then play really bad. But, honestly, that is the probably one of the best performances since Leipzig we've ever had and PSU. We... We held possession of the ball. We scored two crosses, which you don't really see a lot from United. Obviously, one of them, two of them being Bruno Fernandes' crosses. Well, you could argue one of them was a shot, but, you know, it's all right. Um, yeah, Bruno Fernandes, out of this world. He's, he's been a class player since since he joined, really. Um, he's mm. had a few down games, for example, against um, Istanbul, Istanbul, Istanbul. Yeah, how you say that yeah. name? And a few bad Premier League performances, but this is probably one of his best games in a Man United shirt, getting two goals, one assist. So yeah, I give so much praise to him. Mm. Yeah, you can't. I think fans across England can't really deny whether you love or hate United. Fernandez was a good signing. Yeah. For United, but yeah, he's done good. He got contributed to all the goals today. Even got Cavani his first. Yeah, I mean um, that's going to be first of many, in my opinion. <clears throat> I think he needed time to settle in to the Premier League because you saw with Tottenham and Tangi and Dombele and there's loads of other cases of this coming from either you know a different country mm, yeah. a country like France who play quite you know different football you know to yeah. England and I hope he settles in good because he is a top striker and he deserves it yeah I agree Um, obviously you have um, what was it? I think. Yeah, play, as you were talking about earlier, players setting them into clubs from different countries. You have um likes of Havertz, who he got a lot of stick for his, was it his first game or something, that he did that one sloppy pass and passed it to the linesman. Yeah. Something like that. And he got loads of criticism. He got called, like, he's definitely worth 90 million. Stuff like that, and I think it's just nowadays society like just doing horrible, saying horrible things about stuff. And mm. and did you 
sorry, to other topic in about the Man United game. Did you see Oli's press conference at the end? I'm assuming. Um, no, no. Basically, he had a go at the officiating, not officiating, the like Premier League, because mm. we played Istanbul on Wednesday. It's a five-hour journey flight, so he left it on Thursday, and then we had to play mm. Saturday morning at half twelve, and he he just had a go saying something like, um. They set that up for us to lose, and we came away with a win. And because of that, we've got Luke Shaw injured, which Luke Shaw has pulled a hamstring, unfortunately. Mm. But lucky for us, Alex Tellez has arrived back in training, and I was training with the first team. So, kind mm. of, that's a good thing for us. So, so. I mean, I mean, lucky that you do have good squad depth, and it is a strong statement from Ole Gunnar Solskjaer, of course, to say something like that to the Premier League. Um, of course, the Premier League could have set that up. I think it's unlikely. Yeah, very unlikely. Because the games are usually set, and I know that they could have saw they could reschedule a game just to make it easier for United. Like, you know. However, this happens quite a bit. Fatiguing players, especially fly flying everywhere. Yeah. However. I don't think it was the case that the Premier League set it up. However, I feel like they should just reschedule the game because, you know, it's risking players. Exactly. Could even risk Ole Gunnar Solskjaer because of all the flying. Yeah, exactly. You know. And they, and about that, they could also... Actually, no. I was going to say it could in, increase the more coronavirus cases, but it's not about that. Sorry, you can cut that out. I'll just put one at a time, general. No, it's all right. Um, but yeah, travel does affect players. Like you saw, Arteta created his own travel plan when he, when they went to City. Mm. Um, and then because he travelled there an hour before the game, yeah, yeah, um, that affected the players because you have to get off a plane, which is quite a long journey from London to Manchester. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, you've got to you know you could you know get travel sick or whatever. Yeah, um. And that affected them, and they lost two nil or three nil. Yeah, I think it was three nil. Um, but yeah, travel can affect players quite badly, and the team. And but yeah, I don't think the Premier League set it up there. Yeah, in yeah, a yeah, negative way. Definitely not. Um, should we move games to shall we go um, to the Crystal Palace or Chelsea? Yeah. Um, just one last thing on the United game. Oh, sorry, I, um, did you see the Pickford high foot against um? Maguire. Yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah. Poor officiating. Very poor officiating. Mm. Should have been a pen. I thought Meme. he could get kicked anywhere above the thigh, a knee, sorry, it was a red card. But mm. maybe it wasn't intentional, but yeah, it's definitely a pen. It, it might not have been a red card, but it's definitely a pen. Mm. Um, VAR even looked at it. And if you mm. see that, he barely got the ball, to be honest. I didn't really see it, but I did see, you know, the pictures... Um, however, I just think it should have been a penalty, yellow or red, and yeah. it's a high foot. It could have injured him. It could have, you know, it could have actually hit him in the hip. And you know, high studs, you know, mm. it's quite dangerous. And he could have had, you know, it could get worse. But Pickford, um, I know we're talking about his mental health, but he needs to be careful. You know, he's, you know, he's quite, you know, he's not young. And he's not old. He's like twenty six, I think. Yeah. But yeah, he but yeah, you careful. need to be careful. Yeah. Mm. After snapping Van Dyke's ACL, and then 
almost really hurting another defender, Harry Maguire. He obviously doesn't like centre-backs, so... <laughs> but what can we do about <laughs> that? I mean, he should have got a red card for Van Dyke's, in my opinion, because that could be a life-ending, uh, life mm. a career-ending <laughs> challenge. Um, but obviously, being an English player, he ain't going to get that, is he? Mm. <laughs> Yeah, I don't. I don't like that. You know, like English or British players having an advantage over foreign players. I don't. I, I don't understand that because mm. it's. I'm not going to say racist card or anything. I'm not going to say that, but it's just, you know, they do have an advantage, and I don't like it really. Mm, yeah, I agree. I agree. Especially officials. Mm. That's. But yeah, let, we can finally move on to the Palace Leeds game. Um, I didn't, I didn't, quite an interesting one. Um, yeah, I didn't watch it, but obviously it looked like quite Same. a good game. I did watch highlights earlier. But um, obviously, four goals for Crystal Palace. They had a good start of the season after beating Manchester United 3-1. But they've just gone downhill mm. since that, really, in my opinion. Um, mm, but... Bad. Crystal yeah. Palace. Yeah, they haven't done bad, but... Well, compared to Man United, we, they, they've done absolutely world class, but you know, we, we, we won't go on to that. Um, <laughs> obviously, new um, signing is it Eze? So, some scoring, yeah, Eze, yeah, yeah, Eze, he's just scored. Well, not just, but yeah, he mm. scored. Um, yeah, Leeds just they beat Villa 3 0, which good win to be fair, mm. and then they've just they're an up and down team, really. On the on the good day, they can beat anyone. Mm-hmm. On a bad day, they can lose to anyone as in the other round. But yeah, it looks a high scoring game. Looks like a quite a good game to watch for Crystal Palace fans. So yeah, yeah. Um, and again, another controversial VAR VAR decision with the Patrick Bamford offside goal. Mm-hmm. If you saw his arm, yeah. he was pointing where he wanted the ball, and his arm was offside. So. Disgusting. He got disallowed because you're not going to think... score with your arm, are you? Because then that would exactly. be disallowed. But yeah, you can score with that. your feet. Yeah, scoring about that. That's what I was about to go on to. They should only do rather the body and the legs, not the hands. Because as you said, you're not going to score with your hands, are you? Mm. Really? Yeah. Um. So yeah, they should. I reckon. Oh, they should not count arms. Mm. So, yeah. yeah. It's like that silly offside armpit. Just yeah. it, something needs to change because every game week, like just the first two get well, not well, the first you know four games we've listed off. There's been two quite pathetic offside, well not offside, well yeah. VAR decisions that need to you know improve. High foot's a high foot, you know. Forty yeah, years ago, a referee would have given a red card for that. Yeah, you know, and four because... years ago they would have gave a goal for Brantford, but yeah, yeah, but yeah, you have you always have these refs who are gonna give stupid decisions away. But yeah. I think it's just it depends what team you support. Because as a Crystal Palace fan, you'd be really thankful for the ref. You'd love the ref for that. Mm. But if you, as as I say, if you're a Leeds fan, then you'd be absolutely annoyed. Mm. Uh, that that would have happened. So, yeah. yeah. I just I mean, saw, anyone um, would. Just, but... Yeah, 
Eze's first goal was actually a really good free kick, apparently. Mm. Um, um, yeah. So. But yeah, um, swiftly moving on, um, we have a game that was just ended, as I've recorded. Uh, Chelsea 4, Sheffield United 1. Um, once again, um, the losers score first. It's in David McGoldrick. Um, yeah, scoring the ten. Mm, definitely, and yeah, and then Chelsea came back to win four-one. Good performance from Hakim Ziyech, and well, good oh, performance yeah, from Chelsea good. overall. Real. Yeah, I um I did just watch highlights of that. Um, mm. Abraham's goal, really good goal. Yeah, quite a good goal. Chilwells, what a ball by Ziyech. Mm. That is just a world-class ball. But, yeah, Thiago Silva, happy to see him on the score sheet. Obviously, he's a world-class centre-back. Mm. Obviously, he plays for PSG. And, yeah, he could do really good for the season he's at Thiago Silva. I mean, he's at Chelsea. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's good to see Thiago Silva. I mean, I was going to say it was an all the new signings good, but then Tam- Tammy Abraham... However, but yeah, it's good for it's a good, brilliant result for Chelsea. Of course, Frank Lampard, I think he's very overrated personally. Mm, um, very overrated. Um, but if you get results like that, then you can't say they're overrated. United Everton game, like it's a good performance. Did really well, possession wise, seventy percent. You know, I mean, it's brilliant. Really good, and they've gone to third now yeah. on the table. Yeah. Um, I mean, with Werner in their squad, they're like a new Chelsea. Obviously, you have. I mean, Werner should be scoring those like goals for the club. He's what he was a mm. world class striker, RB Leipzig. But um, yeah, he should be scoring one or even two. Goals a game, but you know, for a striker, it's not easy to score goals. Mm. Yeah, he settled in, you know, like you said, Timo Werner got some stick when he first joined Chelsea, and honestly, he, he hasn't done that bad, to be honest. He scored some good goals, yeah. good finishes, yeah. you know, and he's done good. Um, Just, yeah. Don't know yeah, not what to say really. It was a good performance from Chelsea, and a brilliant win. A lot of goals already scored in these, you know, the Saturday Saturday games. And um, mm. of course, as I've recorded, it's currently the fortieth minute in West Ham versus Fulham. No goals scored. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, um, tomorrow is a very good yeah, game. I would like to hear your predictions. Because it could, yeah, there's a lot of, you know, like you said, good games and a lot of, you know, table deciding games. Mm, definitely with the Tottenham one. Yeah, and Leicester Just, Wolves, Man City, yeah. Liverpool, Arsenal, That's Villa. Mm. So, my, do you want to go first with your score predictions? <clears throat> yeah, I think 2 0. I hope we keep a clean sheet. I don't think we yeah. will. I can imagine it'd be like 2 1, 3 1. Yeah. Something like that, but I hope it's 2 0. 
Um, I think it would be like three one to be honest. Um, I hope Kane and Son do wonders. I hope Bale starts, and you know, I you know, I don't mind who starts to be honest because I know we've got a good squad. I don't think there the is not really a bad player. Yeah, as long as we get the three points, because I still think we can go top. Yeah, I I agree. You could you have a chance. I mean, how the season's going? Anyone has a chance of winning the league. Mm. I mean. I'm not saying this because I'm a Man United fan, but if the top four go on a mad losing streak, and Man United obviously go on their winning ways, because we're we're, we're going to West Brom after the break. Anyone could win the league. Like who's bottom? Sheffield United. They could win the league. Mm. You, you just never know nowadays in football. Yeah, I mean, what's your prediction for the Leicester game after you spoke? Obviously. Um. Well, did you have a prediction for the Tottenham West Brom oh, game? Yeah. Um, yeah, what I do think, you think? I think you're coming with the win. You're mm. obviously going. But I think, as as you said, you probably won't clip a clean, clean sheet. I'm going to say it's going to be a high-scoring game with how what form came or something. I'm going to say 4-1 to Tottenham. Mm. Just because I reckon you're going to have quite a high-scoring good game. Mm. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like you said, title decide. Well, like I said... Um, Title deciding, well, not title, <laughs> table deciding because Leicester, who are currently above Tottenham, um, mm-hmm. play Wolves. And again, it's going to be a tricky game. Wolves are on 13 points, think 6th or 7th. Um, yep. But yeah, again, some brilliant games on tomorrow, yep. Sunday. What's your um, prediction for the Leicester game? I hope Wolves win, but I think it'd be two yeah. one Leicester. Okay, yeah. Mm. I mean, yeah, in my opinion, Jamie Vardy's been on quite a good form. What's he scored a goal against Leeds, got an assist against Leeds. Mm. But as the Wolves they can be good sometimes. Like you see a Damatore, he's just fast. Mm. Very fast. Very good at crossing. So if you can just get the crosses off to Jimenez, there's a chance that he could obviously break them apart. Mm. But I think Leicester will get the edge. I'm going to say 3 2. Mm. Um, yeah, I think it'd be definitely close. I think there'd be one goal that separates it all. Mm, Possibly yeah, even a draw. a draw. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, um, yeah, 2 1, 3 2. Even on 1 0, might decide it. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's going to be a close game. Um, but I'm excited. Um, did you um, see what the Leicester City Twitter admin put on there? Well, tweeted. No, I actually didn't. Um, so um, on Thursday they played a Portuguese team, and um, yeah, they, he he said, "Ah, oh, um, we're going to play two Portuguese teams for the first time in our history in a row because <laughs> of Wolves and the Portuguese heritage." Um, uh... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to be fair, that's quite a good one to be fair. I would have laughed at that. Yeah. Um Yeah. Um moving on to uh, Manchester City versus Liverpool. Oh, that's gonna be a close game. Mm. But oh, go on, what's your score pick for the um, side? So. Again, I hope City do well because of course less not Liverpool are you know if they win they can go top. Um, yeah. But I hope City does something this season. Um, yeah. 
and does something against them, I'll be happy with a draw. I'll be happy with a City win. Of course, I don't like Man City, but just for the t table, um, I'm just going to say it. But I think it would be 2-0 Liverpool, to be honest. OK. Yeah, mm. yeah I think, um, obviously, it's going to be a close game, being mm. probably two of the best clubs in the world. Mm. But I think it'll be a draw. It's either going to be a boring game of 0-0, mm. or it's going to be a high-scoring game of 2-2 two -two or... Yeah, I also think I it'd be 1-1. One, one. Okay. I can yeah. see a 1-1 one, one as well. Yeah, I mean, they haven't had a best start, Man City. They've had the worst record with Pep. Mm. Yeah, and um, obviously you have, what's his name? Aguero, mm. Mendy and Fer Fernandinho out of the game because of, um, obviously... Injuries, but for Liverpool, it's actually looking positive because um, they have two defend. Well, no, no, they have a defender back called John Matic, who's going to be back for that game. Mm. Yeah. So they'll have two defenders. Yeah, like you said, plenty of positives for Liverpool. Um, Diego Jota. I hope he starts because he deserves it. Mm -hmm. Um, but I wouldn't be surprised if they gave Firmino a chance. As well, um, yeah, I think Liverpool would win. I wouldn't say they'd win comfortably because yeah. City is City and their press and their attack. And maybe Pep yeah, has yeah. something planned for this game because it is, you know, last season you'd say it'd be the biggest game of the season, mm, yeah. but now you'd say, I agree. Um, it's quite a weird one now with how everything's gone mm -hmm. in the table, but yeah, um. Um, once again, uh, last game in the match day, match week, um, Arsenal versus Aston Villa. Yeah, um, I think mm, it's going to be a close game in the first half, but I think seven half, second half, Arsenal are going to edge the win. Because they have... Um, what was I going to say? They, Arsenal have class players... Like Abamian, Thomas Partey, um, Pepe, and Gabriel—all players, amazing, really. Um, but for Villa, it's not looking good. With Traore got a groin injury and stuff like that, so I believe it will be a score of three-one to um, Arsenal. But I think Villa will get the first goal. Mm. What's your opinion on the game? To be honest. Okay. Um, like you said, I, Arsenal. Um, I hate to say it, of course, being a Tottenham fan. Um, but yeah, you've got a solid prediction. But I think I like yours, where they be quite mm -hmm. close in the first half and then release oh, out don't we love to Arsenal it? in the second <laughs> half. Uh, yeah. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, that's again. Yeah. It's it's quite an exciting match week. Hopefully, it can be high scoring like, and actually overall. It's yeah. got. Mm, I mean, Friday. I was thinking, drop. Mm, yeah. There's going to be nil nils, one nils, everywhere. But there's been a goal 
scored for both sides in every game so far. Like just Saturday, yeah. there's been fourteen goals in three games. So but, um, a positive for Villa at the moment, mm. except from obviously the Bertrand Royal injury, is Tom Heaton has returned to full training after ten months out with a knee ligament injury. But who would they who would they play? Uh, Tommy or it's Martinez? Good. Martinez has been quite a good uh, thing for. Um, yeah. I mean, yeah, as well, yeah. it's a return for I mean, Martinez yeah. against Arsenal. So I think they will play Martinez because coming back from an injury, especially as long as ten months, um, you've got to ease back into it. Definitely, and I think mm, Martinez yeah, is just I, a better I, goalkeeper overall. They will definitely play They've him. Got to he's only just turned back him. from a obviously a critical injury. Um, mm. You know, ligaments probably. Probably worse than breaking a bone, mm. but yeah, you Villa. I've been strong. They were I topped it with when they topped the league at one point. I think they were, weren't they? At one point, it's oh second. Yeah, they were second. Yeah. Of course, Everton were yeah, I mean, good. Yeah, since they've got that Ollie Watkins, who's been a world class striker for them. Um, I believe they have, they have a chance of winning this game, but I think Arsenal would just edge it by one goal. Or two, maybe. Um, slightly, I think. Yeah, yeah, I completely agree with you. Um, one goal, one um, goal. will separate it, I think. Um, but yeah, I agree with you, and that that's yeah, it for match week is there, eight is there anything you wanna, uh, or nine, I talk believe. About or um, say. Um. Yeah, there's a few things. Um, yeah, Diego Maradona had brain um, surgery. I mean, devastating for such a class midfielder. Um, they obviously he's a bit out of his time now, but um, <laughs> yeah, brain surgery. No yeah. one knew. No one knew it in public until yeah. All I yeah. heard was he came out of nowhere. I never knew he was gonna be this so um, bad. Um, um, yeah, luckily yeah. it was successful. It was because mm. brain surgery is really risky, to, to be honest. It's just what you have to do, really. But never mm. saw it coming. Never, I didn't see nothing wrong with him, as in that way, obviously. Mm. I didn't know that he was having problems with his brain or anything, but mm. yeah, it's just terrifying mm. experiences for the. Oh god! <laughs> but um, I have two topics that I would like to talk yeah. about. Um, first of all, mm. Bobby Cartman getting dementia. Oh yeah, that was um sad. Um, of course, all um yeah. all thoughts goes to his family and friends. Of course, him. Um, yeah, he's a legend um, World Cup of English football. Him. Yeah, he, yeah, he's honestly scored loads of goals. England's yeah. top goal scorer until Wayne Rooney broke the record. Um, but yeah, honestly, he's he looked, you know, um, it's really sad to know that a player mm. has got such a thing. Want, um, 
Yeah, but one outrageous yeah, thing hopefully is that people try to blame because he was wasn't he a defender? Was he? Oh, anyway, they oh, tried I think to blame Hegman the ball as the adventure, but I don't like someone tried to blame the the football of it, but I don't see why they would do that as obviously header in the ball. Mm. I mean, yeah, it can cause problems in the future, just like brain problems and everything. But mm. I thought dementia isn't anything to do with mm. that kind of stuff. And I just believe it's horrible, really. How are they going to blame mm. such a horrible thing on football? Yeah, I mean... Yeah. I don't you'd want well, me to go into no. the actual science of dementia. But, um, but yeah, I don't think it's got anything to do with head in the ball. I mean, if it had, I think a lot more former yeah, players that. would have dementia or there'd be, a, you know, some actual statistics that, you know, like 70% of footballers get dementia yeah. or something. But, yeah, I don't think it's got nothing to do with that. And of course, it's a sad thing to get, of course, especially for the family. Anyone, if anyone's experienced dementia, yeah. Um, but like I said, all um, thoughts goes to his family. Um, a little, little subject yeah, got to do with Tottenham, of course. Um, Danny Rose. I I haven't heard of that. The Danny Rose situation. Yes. Oh, so um, it all started when. You know, Jose came and he started playing Ben Davies over Danny Rose. And if you saw the Amazon documentary, it's quite funny. Danny Rose goes to Jose Mourinho, asks for playing time, tells him to go away. Um, Then he goes out on loan to Newcastle. He wanted to go to a top club like Man City or someone, but they didn't want him. So he had the choice of Bournemouth or Newcastle. Um, Oh, did he go to Newcastle? Okay. Then he went to Newcastle, of course. On loan. Um, then he came back and then um, he did all right at Newcastle. Um, of course, he came back to Tottenham. Um, squad lists was revealed and he's yeah. normally number three, I think. He was number, normally number three. And, um, and of course, he wasn't, you know, in the squad lists. And um, it's quite a funny situation because he wanted he was so close to moving to yeah, yeah. I think it was Genoa in Italy. Um but that fell through and now he's playing for the under twenty threes. <laughs> uh, I think it's thirty two years old. I mean it's yeah quite I mean, shocking to see. In a way it's kind of disrespectful as Danny Rose has been quite a good player. Back in his day, obviously, not now. But back then mm. he he was quite a good player. Um obviously He's not material to be playing for the likes of Spurs because now you've signed that Regulon. Regulon, Regulon. He's obviously a class left-back who played for mm. Real Madrid. And I don't think you'll need him, which he, he's got to see that his, his career's time was over. He isn't going to get as much playing time as he got at the start when he was like 21, 22. But, mm. yeah. Yeah. I mean, he came into Tottenham on his debut, he scored an absolute worldie against Arsenal. Yeah, um, and he and he's quite consistent, you know. And then 
as soon as Jose came in, of course, he realised that Ben Davies was way better than Danny Rose. And yeah, you could say absolutely. Danny Rose was past his prime. Um, and he just sort of eased off Danny Rose of playing and performing, mm-hmm. you know. And then, of course, what was released in the documentary, you know, finally, you know, showed what actually happened with Danny Rose. And, yeah, it's quite a funny situation. Still, what will happen? Will he move? Will he will Tottenham terminate, so. term, terminate his contract? Will he, As you know, all you players know, go to like American clubs or the likes of Istanbul, like Dendabar and stuff like that, Istanbul. Um, but I think I think mm. he'll go to one of those clubs. He'll he'll go to like a really old club, like with old players in. So yeah, I I think his time, his career's over. I say over. It's like prime careers over and he should like concentrate on the like what he's going to do now really if you know what I mean yeah of course um, of course like you said um, he won't I don't think he'll ever play for the first team ever again with the squad depth we have he'd be like our fourth choice left back um and even then, you know, it barely. You know, and it, I think, like you said, it's disrespectful to play him in the under twenty threes. Of course, you can have one player over twenty three to play for them, like yeah, Gareth Bale played for the under twenty threes at Real Madrid for a bit. Um. Um. But yeah, it's quite disrespectful, and it's sad to see a player of such quality, you know, and such. You know, he likes Tottenham, he loves Tottenham, he, he, you know, he's been there for quite a while. Yeah, he, definitely. Yeah, but it's sad because I really like Danny Rose. He was my favourite player at one point two years ago. Um, Sad to see the situation escalate, but I can see yeah. why Jose Mourinho didn't want to play him or whatnot because his attitude was quite... Yeah, I mean... You know, yeah, I know what you mean. But, um, not there. Yeah, I mean, all in all, about like what's been going on. I mean, hopefully tomorrow there's going to be a few good games that I can watch. And yeah, mm. I just hope the Premier League table can keep going the way it is and be so unpredictable that no one knows what's going to happen. Yeah. yeah, I hope it's one of them years, but then again. <laughs> it's hard for Tottenham. No, you have a chance. I'd say you have probably um, about thirty-five percent chance of winning the league this season. That's quite high for a Tottenham. Mm. Yeah, I mean, a lot of legends have predicted it, but like you said, even yeah, Man yeah, United yeah. could come back. Maybe if you know Tottenham or and Liverpool and all the teams that there go on a big losing and. You know, lose a lot of points, and Man United from now on go on a big winning streak. But mm, with Man no. United, they're so inconsistent. I I, like going from five so nil against Leipzig, no, I inconsistent. Think a joke. Yeah, um, you know the yeah. Oh. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. I honestly thought you were serious. Then, I mean, even yeah, Ollie, very, he says yeah. inconsistent is not a word of Man United. You know, it it's never been a natural thing and 
I think as long as Sam, Sam, I'd rather beat the best teams like Liverpool, Man City, and maybe the doing well teams and lose to like I don't know Brighton because yeah maybe the manager job will be quite a risk but at least I have that proud I'll be beat Liverpool. <laughs> I'd rather. Yeah, that's it's a weird one really to talk about. Because you want to be winning every game, but it's quite embarrassing when you come back to your mates and then say, you know, I beat Liverpool, but I lost 5-0 to West Ham. Yeah. Um, that would never happen, but yeah, it could. No, baseball. The oh, Harry I'll Maguire be, effect. I'll be quiet. Don't, don't jinx oh, it, no. Nathan. What have I done? You've jinxed it now. <laughs> oh, God. You've jinxed it, honestly. Um, I don't know when you play West Ham, but... If this ever happens. Oh, yeah, I remember you said. Um... Oh, no. Oh, what have I said? <laughs> oh, wow. Well. If, if that, that actually, actually happens, happens, then. I'm supporting then... Tottenham. Said that on the right, podcast. Fair so... enough. Trying <laughs> um, I mean, to just support well, Tottenham I mean, now. Ordinary audio, ordinary <laughs> If you lose 5 0 to West Brom. Alright. Oh, really really, I was going to have the floor. Why are we talking about this? Yeah, I know, podcast? but <laughs> we're in lockdown. And I, I don't I, I know, but we're in lockdown and I need a trim. I forgot to get one on Wednesday. Don't yeah, I'll just get the clippers out. <laughs> but yeah, completely irrelevant. How have we gone from 5 0 West yeah. Brom against United to <laughs> me getting a trim? Um, Anyway, um, but yeah, it, yeah that's I it mean, for me. Been a good podcast, really. Yeah, I know we've we've cut in a lot more than I expected. I mean, we, honestly, decided, you know, it's been well, brilliant. We decided to do a five-minute podcast, and it's in fifty seconds. It's an hour. Yeah. Um, hope you enjoyed. Um, Thanks for so much support. Like we've had supporters in Croatia, the USA, um, and honestly, I'm surprised you're listening to us when Joe Biden, now president, um, Biden 2020. Um, hopefully, if any of you are American listening, hopefully you're happy with that. If you're a Republican, um, sad loss for you. I don't know why I'm talking about American politics, but yeah. Thank you, Leighton. It's been yeah, okay. it's been good. Um, yeah. Thanks for the support. Yeah, in anyway, a bit. <laughs> um, yeah, bye. <laughs>